Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. So glad to have you along today. And in this episode, we'll examine the Old Testament book of Habakkuk. The name Habakkuk means to embrace. Habakkuk earnestly embraced God in prayer for the nation of Judah and embraced the Almighty in praise for his goodness in helping the prophet understand God's holiness and why God was allowing things to happen, the judgments that were to come. Um, He's praising the Lord for all those things. We have almost no information on this prophet. He's never mentioned anywhere else in the scriptures but twice. In chapter 1, verse 1, it says, Thy burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see, and in the same uh, book, chapter 3, verse 1. Some had thought him to have been a Levite because of the style of his writing, but there's no way to confirm that. And the book doesn't date, give us a date for when it was written, but there's some references that kind of help us narrow it down some. The reference to the Chaldeans coming in ferocity in chapter 1, verse 6, uh, For lo, I, I raise up the Chaldeans, the bitter and hasty nation, which shall march through the breadth of the land to possess the dwelling places that are not theirs. This verse suggests a date prior to 605 uh, BC. The lack of any reference to Nineveh suggests a date following the destruction of Nineveh. Nineveh was a major player, and we need to keep that in mind as we go through the minor prophets. And uh, so there's no mention, so very good chance it's it's been destroyed. And as I mentioned in my last podcast, utterly destroyed. It wouldn't be found for almost 2,000 years. That's how bad it was destroyed, complete, utter. So most likely the date of this writing was around 607 B.C., which was during the reign of Jehoiachim. Uh, Chim. Uh, he ruled wickedly. And, um, you know, he's going to be put under the boot of King Nebuchadnezzar, right? That was just around the corner. And, you know, in that world at that time, in the Middle East, there was a massive power struggle between three major players, all right? The Assyrians, the Babylonians, and the Egyptians. And now the tide was turning in favor of the Babylonians. The Assyrians and Egyptians were still massive powers, but it was turning favorably for the Babylonians. And um, we just see that Nebuchadnezzar was leading the Babylonian charge forward. A contemporary of Habakkuk would have been the prophet Jeremiah. They prophesied in the southern kingdom as it was plunging into national collapse. Uh, the forms that Josiah brought into place, they they ended with his death. His sons did not uh, continue that. They embraced the wickedness of past generations. And uh, so the reforms had died with the king. Uh, Judah had demonstrated that it was absolutely corrupted. I mean, if you read anything about Josiah and his work, his efforts, he led personally to bring Judah back to God, and then to see them throw it all off when he dies. I mean, there was mourning, there was great sadness when all this took place, but they immediately went back to the corrupt system, and thus they were ripe for the judgment of the Almighty. They had not learned from God's judgment. I mean, Samaria, not that far away. They saw what God did to them because they rejected God. And then they would have rejoiced. There would have been great rejoicing in Jerusalem on the day that they heard Nineveh was destroyed but they didn't change 
Jerusalem was about to suffer a fate like Samaria and Nineveh and at the hands of some very vicious enemies whom, though wicked, the Lord was using for his divine service. The purpose of the book of Habakkuk was to emphasize God's holiness in judging uh, Judah in a violent way for her sins. And even though he had he was using a more wicked nation to accomplish it, he would later go back to destroy them for their greater wickedness and idolatry. So some uh, unique contributions, just a couple. Um, Babylon's judgment by God in chapter 3, verse 12. Thou didst march to the land in indignation, thou didst thrust a heathen in anger. Habakkuk follows Nahum in describing God's judgment on Israel, a second great enemy and destroyer from the east. Though both Nineveh and Babylon were used by the Lord to judge Israel and Judah, both would be judged. And their judgments would be violent. They would be a complete removal. Uh, and then some quoted phrases. The book of Habakkuk is not that big. It's a small book, but there's a number of phrases that uh, you might have used and maybe didn't even realize it was from this book. But the just shall live by faith. I, I, I know lots of people who've used that uh, statement, uh, that scripture verse. That's in chapter 2, verse 4. Another statement, and some of these might not be as familiar to you, but I've heard them. You are of purer eyes than to behold evil. That's in chapter 1, verse 13. Another really famous one is, I will joy in the God of my salvation. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Chapter 3, verse 18. Uh, and then this one uh, is an interesting one, uh, and we've probably used it in vernacular in a different way, but uh, chapter 1, verse 5, it says, You would not believe it, though it were told you. You would not believe it, though it were told you. And uh, it's just amazing to see how God's Word continues to infiltrate our lives, and we need to continue to be looking at it, and how God used just a little book of Habakkuk to be an encouragement. So I hope that's helped you, uh, and uh, gave you a greater desire to get in God's Word. Hey, check out Habakkuk today. You could read that today, no problem. And just to understand that in a better way, folks, I have, hope you have a great week, a great day. Keep exploring the Word and looking to Jesus.